What's up, After Buzzers? It's time for another episode of the Titan Games After Show right here on After Buzz TV. We will be breaking down episode four, so don't you dare go away. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> See, we got to get in the right mindset, y'all. That's what it's all about. Mood. It's about setting the mood. About setting an epic mood because we're talking the Titan games. That's right. Y'all know what time it is. It's Thursday night. Time is right. We're talking about the Titan games right here on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Ty Matthews. We had a full panel last week, but we're tag teaming it tonight. Yeah. Joining me as always, you've seen her talking about bots before on AfterBuzz TV, among other things. This Tyra Prude. I literally love your intro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Amazing. See, I like I, I, our, our fabulous, fantastic engineer, Steph, referred to it as gassing people up, and that's my favorite thing. Yes, I love it. I, what, I love that energy. That's what I like to do, because that's what I like to think The Rock does Definitely. on the Titan games, yes. you know? He's all about gassing people up, giving them that fire. For sure. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. These games, my God. We saw... Some absolute shutouts tonight to give y'all a, a little bit of a taste of what we're going to get into later on tonight. We had some absolute clobberins, is what I like to say. Clobberins. Clobberins. Okay, that's new. <laughs> you know, you know, clobberin apostrophe S. Clobberins, plural. Had a few of those. I think we had a lot of intense matches like, yes. it was literally, like, neck and neck. I was, like, literally watching, like, oh, my God, like, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because we kind of had both si- both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. We had some absolute complete blowouts. And then oh, we had God, yes. some of the most, the, some of the closest competitions we've seen on the season thus far. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. those moments that make you kind of gasp out loud, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Especially the wipeout ones. Those are for sure just like, oh my god, like, they <laughs> didn't even give them a chance. Like, literally, it was like five seconds went by, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, com- I don't know, completely wiped the, ne- the their opponent out. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And you feel so bad when that happens, you, you know? And then it's like, the commentators don't make it any better. They're just like, yeah, and you know, he he tried it, but he just couldn't keep up, or yeah, he, he just, his strength can't help him with this um, obstacle. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, great. I hope they can't hear that as they're competing. Exactly, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. We've we've talked about it on the show before, and we keep seeing this recurring theme of people that absolutely dominate the first game, yeah. and then they get to Mount Olympus, and it's a whole new ball of axe. Yeah, definitely. And I really liked the different kind, like backgrounds of this store. Um, this episode, there were a lot of like people who overcame things, and it was a, it was a to me it was a very inspiring episode, along with all of the crazy acts that were going on. But, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the stories that we get from these titans, you know, these are people that have have gone from everyday lives mm-hmm. and, and sort of transformed themselves into these titans. You yeah. know, I mean, who was it? We'll talk about Kwame Sarfo in a little bit, but this dude hits the gym fourteen times a week. Literally, I was just like, I wish. Like, I'm lucky to hit one, y'all. <laughs> I'm lucky to hit one. Literally, I hit one. That's a win for me. This week, I've just been like, Am I gonna go to the gym? Nah. <laughs> so, like, for him to say, Oh yeah, fourteen times a week, I'm like, Okay. I need to get my stuff together. I need to (laughs) tighten up. Right. Like, what else do you do at that point? You're just living in the gym. Uh, so let's start off with the cyclone. Okay. The cyclone is is one of the most kind of visually appealing games of the Titan games, I mm-hmm. feel like. You got these enormous two-story pillars. Yeah. You're swinging this wrecking ball here yeah. and there trying to knock them down. 
so let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, who we just talked about, Kwame Sarfo, the the professor of push-ups, I'm going to call him. I just, you know, just, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's what he is. <laughs> you just got to make it, make up some stuff yeah. sometimes. Exactly, exactly. We're seeing him do these push-ups on his fingers, fingers. Literally, on the and Ellen he, like, show. He bent his arm down on one, too. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is insane. <laughs> right? It was like... Like he was combining like push-ups, but in almost sort of a dance routine. Honestly, like, is that safe for his thumbs though? Like, he, I mean, he has like a lot of muscle mass, and then like he works out fourteen times a week. Just like imagine all of that pressure. Like, I don't know, maybe he's gonna have like serious arthritis. Or you're you're like not that. wrong. Seriously, that's exactly what I thought when he's sitting there bending his wrists backwards. Like, are you not breaking it? I don't know. It was impressive, <laughs> impressive, and clearly impressive enough for him to be on Ellen. I thought exactly. that was. Amazing, and that's how you get to 11 million views, y'all. Yeah, viral so if, celebrity, if, if, just like that. If y'all are looking to go viral, just get real good at, at strengthening up your fingers and your wrists, and get real creative with your workouts, guys. Exactly, that's what it's all about. Yeah, ingenuity, creativity. So yeah. Kwame Sarvo, the business analyst, master of push-ups, he's taking on Derek Scott, not only a lawyer, but he's out to master. Everything. Yes, jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. He's going after wrestling, diving, karate, gymnastics. He won his first professional MMA fight not too long ago. Yeah, he's 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 a big competition. That's a monster. I was I, honestly, I was kind of worried. I'm like, okay, yeah, this, um, you know, um, I, I don't want to mispronounce his name. Kwame. Kwame. Yeah. yeah, he's you know he can do impressive um, push-ups, but yes. Derek, like you know, like he does everything. So I'm just like, okay, how did they necessarily pair these two together? Like, I feel like Kwame has a lot. Had, well, he did have a lot to you know li- live up to or look towards. Right. Exactly. And the thing that we've that we've seen a lot on the show is that. These Titans all have sort of different areas of expertise and mm-hmm. sort of different kind of proficiencies. You know, Kwame is is a lot taller than Derek at six foot two, mm-hmm. but Derek he's 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 more compact. He's got a lower center of gravity. Yeah, he's got the agility of having been able to do a backflip since he was four years old. Mm-hmm. And we've we've seen from Mount Olympus that agility serves you well. Definitely. And I mean that clearly explains what happened right there. Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah, so let's get into it. Let's get into into Cyclone right now. And it, like Derek Scott, he's he's moving himself around the ring. And we'll get to that a little bit later because that'll come into play. But he's kind of he's moving himself as he's moving the ball. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of in the path of the wrecking ball. What did you think about this sort of like this sort of strategy. I thought it was a great strategy. Like he it's he dived right in and just figured out what worked for him immediately where Kwame, he was literally struggling trying to find that rhythm or how to really swing that, you know, ball around because if I'm not mistaken, like as soon as he like um Derek came in, he just immediately just like knocked one down while I while right I away. Know, yeah, a right. couple of times like Kwame was still trying to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's so tough trying to get that that ball moving on mm-hmm. in such a consistent kind of pace, you know? Yeah. Because you've got to keep that rope so taut. Yeah. And I think uh, at first glance, you might think that Kwame would have the advantage being a lot taller. Mm-hmm. He would have kind of uh, less rope to pull taut, mm-hmm. you know? But it looked like it was kind of a, a strategist game that Derek was playing. Yeah, and I, I think that was really impressive seeing how, like, you know, last week we talked with Shannon and how they don't know, you know, what they're getting before and they have to literally think quick on their feet about what tactic might work. And he, like, instantly, like, dived in and got it. So I thought it was really cool how he knew, you know, how to, like, stay in line with, line with the path of the ball and how to swing it. And it, it was just, it was a great, it was great to watch. Right. We've, <laughs> we've talked a lot on the show about the, 
the presentation of the Titan games and how sort of epic and and the the comparisons to the Hunger Game are are not mm-hmm. uh, so thinly veiled. You know, those are right there, right on the tin. There's a lot of fire. There's a lot of kind of pomp and circumstance. Yeah. But with this game especially, you've got these huge pillars just getting knocked to the ground by this enormous wrecking ball. Yeah. You know. It's it's stuff like that that's really kind of the the most visually appealing part of it. Yeah, definitely. And I thought it was cute how like I think before one of the um scenes, I mean, one of the the cyclone um events where Dwayne like just knocks down one like <laughs> oh it's nothing like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that was really cool and you see then you see the contestants like literally like I can't get the rope around. <laughs> well, now now while we're talking about cyclone, let's talk about the the other cyclone event. That mm-hmm. we saw during the episode. We saw Emily yeah. who taking on Nicole Rue. Now, mm-hmm. Nicole Rue at five feet, only five feet tall. She's the shortest woman in the competition. Mm-hmm. She's one of the oldest at 39. Yeah. We saw our, our firefighter grandmother just a couple episodes ago. So yeah. we know she's not the oldest, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, but this event being being five feet tall and having to sort of swing that that yeah. wrecking ball around. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And if I'm not mistaken, was she the one who like knocked down two at the same time or was it Emily? That might have been Emily. Okay, I think but, that might have been that Emily. That was even impressive too. Like right. it, oh my God. <laughs> now now I, tell me a little bit about your your um conceptions going into this. Did you think because I I will admit that I did. Mm-hmm. I thought that Emily had it in the bag. What'd you think? I did too because I mean she's a power lifter. Like she's I jacked. thought, yeah. So I'm just like, oh yeah, she's got it in the bag. Like you know, <laughs> she has to whip around this you know heavy like you know ball. So I thought she had it. I was really shocked that Nicole you know took you know won the match. Sure, absolutely. Now. Emily, she didn't even step foot into a gym until she was 30 years old. Yeah. She's only 36 now. Mm-hmm. She's a bioengineer. She's a power lifter. Started working out at 30. Couldn't do a push-up. Couldn't do a pull-up. Now, at, she said at her peak, she held three world records. It's crazy. The footage of her just doing these insane lifts. I mean, she could bench 270 pounds right. when she was only 120. Exactly. Where it's just like, like I don't know. It's just kind of like, what happened? Right. It's right. You <laughs> You think about that and like we'll we'll talk about it once we get to Mount Olympus, but these people are lifting and pushing and pulling so much more than their own body yeah, weight. Yeah, you know? but maybe maybe it could just be that factor of strategy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. Like, yeah, she has the strength, but it's it's it doesn't just take that. Right, and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because Emily's strategy, it seemed like she didn't really know how to tackle mm-hmm. the cyclone because mm-hmm. she Unlike Derek Scott, she stayed kind of stuck in one spot. Right, yeah. And not only did that not allow the wrecking ball to kind of move around the circle, Mm -hmm. but it looked like it was putting a lot of pressure on her shoulders, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. If you're just... If you're just keeping your feet flat in one spot and you're kind of trying to whip it around your head, that's a lot of stress on your body. Exactly. You think about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure on your rotator cuff, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's got to really just sap your, your yeah. strength and your energy. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel the same. I feel like in inside of it, isn't there kind of like a cheat thing where it's like a, ra- a, a round circle? I don't know. Maybe. Where, it, where it sort of like shows you where yeah, to go? Yeah. I think that's where Derek got in good at. He I probably see. saw that and was like, mm, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Or, I don't know. Maybe that's like, maybe that's something to help. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. They they've got to have some sort of of help at least with how to yeah, tackle these. Yeah, it looks know? like a red mark. I don't know. I was paying attention to that. And I was like, hmm, maybe this is something that they should like pay attention to. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, let me ask you, out of out of the the games that we've seen, not just this episode, but the whole season, out of all the competitions that we've seen, what do you think is is the the hardest or the most kind of physically demanding? The most physically, I mean, clearly Mount Olympus. Right. But we'll, we go, let's we'll yeah, tackle that put later. Put that aside. Um, but hmm. I want to say the um, the lunar lunar impact. Yes, one? yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, that's like my all time favorite. <laughs> but it's just kind of like I think it's really intense. Like you're literally like fighting with the next person, where it's kind of like you have to choose. Like, okay, I'm just gonna give up, or I don't know. I think that one is is not only just like mentally draining. I mean, draining on draining on your body, but mentally draining. Like, should I just give up? Should I just let them take it control or I don't know. That's one that I'm really just like, oh, this is like really, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, th- I think you bring up a good point. There's a lot of, of these events that are more kind of head-to-head than others. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're more competitive than, than yeah. others. Because Mount Olympus, it's obviously it's competitive and it's head-to-head, but you're not actively pushing against your opponent the right. way you are in you Lunar have, you can, you're up At this point, it's up to you. Like, you have to get through it. I mean, that's with all of them, but I don't know. I guess it's more neck and neck, I guess, when you're, like, more closer to the opponent and you guys are fighting for the same thing. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think that that... That brings us kind of uh, smoothly to the Herculean pull, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the very first event that we saw in episode one of the Titan game. So we see Christine Roglaski Le- uh, and Melody Schofield taking uh, taking on the Herculean pull. And this was a one of those shutouts that I was talking Literally, about. Literally, this one was just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> she like killed it. Exactly. Literally. So, tell me a little bit about your your reactions to, to Christiana and the way that she kind of like ran away with this one. I was literally like mouth dropped because it was just like, oh my God. Like, she just came in going, like, yank the first one, yank the other <laughs> one. And then literally got to the top one and was just going at it to where poor Melody, I just felt so bad. She was over. <laughs> they're struggling and then got to it like literally like this is the pole and this is the whole like it was like this far over and right well the fact that she was able to grab it at all I was surprised yeah at that. <laughs> but it was just like a tiny bit that a she was able bit. to grab like it was they were even like oh my god this is like a new record like I can't believe like right. it was crazy <laughs> <laughs> and I Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Christiana coming from such a such an ultra conservative religious background. You yeah, know? her story was really interesting too. Yeah, like she couldn't compete in sports and things couldn't like that. Couldn't even wear pants. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, so I mean, she clearly had a lot to prove. Like, look, mom and dad, this <laughs> I'm going to make something of myself, even though you guys thought I couldn't do sports. Yeah, well, and we've we've talked about it before. That kind of there's there's gym strength and there's functional strength. Mm-hmm. There's farm strength. Yeah. That's what Christiana's got. Gosh, dang, she's out she's she's a an expert in equotherapy, uh helping people with with special needs uh uh, with therapy that that has to do with horses, that mm-hmm. has to kind of uh, getting on horses, and I think that that takes a whole kind of different degree mm-hmm. of sort of strength and endurance, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's with with this Herculean pull, it looked like. So Melody, aka the Pebble, we got to give a shout out to the Pebble. Yes, <laughs> um, 
she she goes for that that silver pole. Luckily, they went for opposite poles, unlike mm-hmm. last week. Oh yeah, that one was insane. <laughs> like they, it's like they just instantly knew exactly. But they go for those opposite poles, and it looks like she's thinking that it's going to be that one last pull, and she kind of lets go and falls, yeah. and there's still more left. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what did her in. You think that's what it was? I think so because I think that that gave Christiana that window to kind of go up to the gold one yeah. and just start yeah. yanking it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but she was, I mean, she was just fast. She was just right. so fast. Like, I feel like even if that didn't happen to uh, Melody, like, I think it's still, she still just had it in the bag. Like, Definitely. she came full force. Like, it was some nothing that I've ever seen before thus far on this show. Right. And it's 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 kind of a full body workout, you know? It mm-hmm. tests both your upper body with kind of gripping around that, yeah. that golden pole, but you're also using your legs to kind of base off of mm-hmm. that middle platform. Yeah. It just it tests everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was that was amazing. I think that was probably like within my top two of tonight. That was exciting. Yeah, I was it my, was super exciting. My jaw was hanging open on that. Uh, we'll get to the the other moment, but before we move on to our next topic, guys, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Now, for us to continue to grow. We could use your help. Now, if you're on YouTube right now, go ahead, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. Or if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. If you're nasty, you know. You know how it goes. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. We love talking about the Titan Games. We know you do, too. Hit us up. We'll talk about it together. We'll make it a big old conversation. Because being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to us. And we truly appreciate all of you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep on enjoying our shows. Because we're going to keep on enjoying giving them to you right here for the rest of this season. Up until the Battle of the Titans. Up until the Battle of the Titans. Man, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited for that. Oh, my God. Literally, (laughs) like, counting down the days. The people that we've seen qualify for it, it's it's going to be absolute insanity. I just just keep thinking on, like, the mental preparation and the physical preparation for that. Like... Right. It's going to be insane. Now, I don't know if I'm ready yet. <laughs> exactly. Now, we, we asked Shannon this last week. So before we get into the next uh, event, I want to get your thoughts on it. Do you think that being able to see your competitor, your, see your competition, going head-to-head with them, do you think, let's put you in, in that spot right now, uh-huh. do you think that would get in your head or do you think that would push you even harder? I don't know. I think it would kind of get in my head personally because it's just like you can you see what they're capable of. You see what they've done. So it would kind of just be like, oh, my God. Like, okay, (laughs) all right, let's get it together. Like, you got it. Like, you would definitely need one of those pep talks. Like, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's uh, you're in a situation like poor Frank the Tank, where you're just kind of watching the other guy get farther. Oh farther my ahead. God, Frank the Tank! I just felt so bad Shout for him. Shout out to last. Frank the Tank. Shout out to you, Frank. You really tried. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh no! Oh my God! Now we talked about the the shutout on this show, so let's mm-hmm. talk about. Lunar Impact. Let's talk okay. about Chris Rudin taking on Jack Kwan. First of all. First of all. First of all. Let's talk about Jack's hair. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know we were going that I know, way, I know. But Jack. I'm going to swerve it on you because that hair. That was, I was, I was very, um, amused, I guess, with him and his whole hair routine. He was like, it takes me 30 minutes. I'll oh. tell you this right now. I was surprised that it only took 30 minutes. Yeah. I thought it would take longer. Because that mean, mane was luxurious, y'all. It, it definitely was. I mean, I, 
was just like, okay, this is cute. Exactly. Uh, at 20 years old, he's the youngest competitor mm-hmm. on the entire show. I was surprised at that. It didn't, like... He he was such a fierce competitor, it didn't even once enter my mind how young he yeah. was, you know? Yeah, it uh, definitely didn't. But even even Christiana Roglaski is is only a year older than mm-hmm. him. Um, but he's a, he's a kinesiology major at 180 pounds. He's kind of one of the lighter competitors. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to have that speed and agility mm-hmm. in spades, but opposite him, we've got 27 year old Chris Rudin, uh, born with two fingers on his left hand, a shorter left arm than, than the right arm. Mm-hmm. But all of that aside, he still set four state records and an unofficial world record. Literally, like, power lifter. What did you think about, about Chris's backstory? I thought his backstory was very inspiring. Mm. I really loved how, like, you know, he's overcome, like, his dis- disabilities and let it hold him back. And, you know, he's just even stronger. And I, I thought it was an amazing backstory. I really, I actually really enjoyed his. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, like... We don't got to tell you how jacked these people are. That's the case yeah. with every single person on mm-hmm. this show. But this guy is has enormous arms. And just like, yeah, I, I thought for sure that he was going to take this one. But let's talk about Lunar Impact, Chris Rudin versus Jack Kwan. And the way that Jack Kwan flew up this ladder. Listen. <laughs> I, it was nothing I've ever seen before. Like I said that the last time, but I mean it this time. <laughs> We're he, gonna be saying that a lot. You'll get used to it. He sprinted so fast. I was just like, I just felt sorry for him. Like by the time Chris, poor Chris, got up that ladder, he was like literally the wall. This is Chris. <laughs> Boom. Like he didn't have two seconds up there. That was insane. Right. Well, we let's talk about that moment where. <laughs> poor, Chris poor Chris makes it up to the platform and God bless him he braces himself for that impact <laughs> he saw it coming but Jack had so much momentum at that point he was coming in like a freight train it was like it had to be like full blown like <laughs> adrenaline right. like he was on it. It was to the point where when he got up there, I was like, oh no, oh no, is he gonna be okay? Because I was just scared about that impact of how hard it would hit him once right. he got up there. Well, yeah, imagine if he hadn't gotten to his feet on the platform and it was just oh like his God. upper body. Oh my God. It's just like sometimes I'm just like, are these safe? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was really nervous. I was really nervous. This, but it was, it was literally, it was amazing. Right. It was, it was so heartbreaking. Like, it was heartbreaking. You, you feel good to watch some do that bad but you you obviously you know there's someone else on the other side yeah um but i mean jack kwan up that 30 foot ladder three stories just flying just up flying. It. it i oh my god I and was... like i obviously the harness helps a little mm-hmm. harness helps a little bit yeah but still still that takes so much so much of that parkour that we saw in mm-hmm. his in his background video yeah yeah i don't it, I was literally lost for words. I'm like, I want to see someone beat this record because he, that was probably 10 seconds. Yeah. Max. Yeah, it's got to be. Because we we thought that we saw records when we saw Anthony Furman just completely destroy Uprising. Yeah. Uh, even when we saw Christiana earlier in this episode mm-hmm. uh, completely run away with the Herculean pull. Yeah. But I think you're right. This has got to be a record. He took the cake. No doubt. It was his. (laughs) Absolutely unbelievable. Um, So, of course, with that win, he moves on to Mount Olympus Mm -hmm. to take on Derek Scott. Mm -hmm. Um, This, it... 
it never gets old. You know, we're we're about halfway through the season right now, mm-hmm. and it never gets old watching Mount Olympus. What do you think? It never gets old. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Do you have a favorite uh, part of of Mount Olympus? Favorite um, obstacle? I want to say my favorite part. Hmm. I liked I like the the part when they drag. Yeah, the, the ball like, and chain. Because I'm always I'm always curious to see what tactic each person will do. Like some people like they they start from where the hammer is, mm. and some people like know like they can move faster by going closer to the ball. So I think it's really cool just to see like how their minds work under pressure and you know trying to complete you know that task. I think that's a, that's a great point, and that's something that I would have never thought about going into to this. Is that there are so many different ways that you can attack that, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that that's a perfect segue. Let's talk about the way that Nicole Root uh, kind of tackled this, taking on Christiana Roglaski. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole Root, she's she's five feet tall, one hundred and twenty five pounds. Mm-hmm. The way I I thought that when she got to that half or half ton wall Mm -hmm. at the very beginning, I thought she was going to be there for a lot longer than she was. Yeah, me too. What did you think? Yeah, but like she was like right with her. Like I mean, Christina clearly was like ahead, but she was right there, neck and neck. The way that they got that sort of rocking momentum, you know, Mm -hmm. the I think Golden Boy compared it to kind of like a domino. You Mm -hmm. want it to topple over. Yeah. Um. But you know, once they once they get past that, they get to those way uh, those gates, and they they mentioned that those those gates at their heaviest are three and a half times Nicole's body weight. Yeah, and she really struggled with that. Right, like you and you saw it. Like it was it was. I mean, it wasn't as bad as our Frank the Tank. Oh, Frank, <laughs> yeah, I know. But she did. She definitely kind of like you could tell it kind of like got her. Definitely, definitely. Now we. Let's talk about how how they sort of struggled a lot on uh, the rolling ascent, mm-hmm. you know, because we we've seen people that that fly up that thing, mm-hmm. and we've seen people that kind of get stopped at it. You know, mm-hmm. it's so hard, not only just rolling across those barrels, but we've talked about it before, rolling uphill. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought that. W- I mean, I at this point, I just expect people to struggle on that. Exactly. Like I just knew it, but um, I I feel like during that time, Nicole really kind of got like she got to catch up with Christiana. Exactly. Because, yeah. She, she rolled back a little bit, but I think we saw a lot of Christiana kind of rolling in place. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. a, one of those lumberjack kind of log log runners. Yeah, definitely. But then when she got to the cliff, like Christiana took off, and you saw Nicole kind right. of struggle a little bit. Now, here's one thing that. That I thought about the cliffs, or that that uh, that kind of jumped out at me in this mm-hmm. episode, is that we've seen enough people by now. You know, some people can pu- can punch right through it. Yeah. Other people are punching full force, and that wall is not giving at yeah, all. Yeah, and then they use their elbow. Right. Exactly. But you got to think. If you're punching that hard and that wall isn't giving, that's got to hurt your fingers. That's got to hurt your knuckles. Yeah. That's got to affect your grip strength when it comes to the Two. torch crank and the ball and chain. I never thought of it that way. Right? Yeah. And even just even before the torch, like when you have to climb up, getting that grip on the holes that you just created. Right. And then there's also, as we've we've heard the commentators talk about before, there's the very real possibility that you could punch so hard that you create uh, footholds that are too big. You know, yeah, and it kind of works against you. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's definitely one of those like hit or miss things. I feel like where it's just like you'll you'll get up there eventually, but you may have a few bumps, or you just it's you just don't know how right. it's going to happen. Exactly. And Christiana being eight inches taller than Nicole, yeah, she, she doesn't have to make as yeah, many. Yeah, she had that advantage. Right, 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 right. 
so with they they end up getting heck and neck neck and neck. We see Christiana kind of throw her arms up. I they say that she was celebrating early. I don't necessarily think she was celebrating. I think she was. I think she was like, <laughs> I got it in the bag. Like, it's mine. Like, it's like she just knew she was in the lead. Or maybe she didn't know, and maybe she was just like, yes, I'm I almost think, done. I think she was just kind of posturing for the crowd a little bit. I don't know if she was necessarily ce- celebrating an early victory. Yeah. But we saw the way that Nicole kind of kicked into overdrive when oh, she caught up. I was like, oh, shoot. Because I thought she was done for. I thought for sure that that she was going to get stopped at the ball and chain. Yeah, I thought she was too and she came like full force whereas after um Christiana, you know, she's cheering and then gets to the bottom and she does, she wasn't really smart at first with her tactics. She started with the the hammer and she started struggling and then all of a sudden here comes Nicole. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is crazy. I'm going to get it." Well, and you mentioned all those different strategies that you can use at the ball and chain and Nicole grabs that chain so close to the ball. Yeah. And I think that that was a fantastic strategy that I don't know that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think so many, so much of what people are struggling with is just kind of the logistics of kind of like navigating the chain and sort of it getting tangled up all over the place. Yeah. Whereas Nicole didn't really have to do that. She was, it was just pure weight at that point. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought, like, I mean, she had it, and then here comes Christiana, and she wraps it around her. I was like, oh, this girl is smart. She is not giving up. We got some MacGyvers on the yeah, show. Yeah, we do. Like, that was impressive. Like, that was something that I just hadn't seen before. Like, I was just like, wow, did she just, like, start a new trend? Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Starting it up. Uh, but eventually, they're so, so close. I think it's the closest Mount Olympus we've ever seen. Yeah. But eventually, it's Christiana that it's grabs like that relic, locks it in, turns the key. I don't know. I kind of was rooting for Nicole. The way of she... Course. that course. That comeback, I was like, oh, she has to get it. Like, <laughs> she is full force. Like, she is a champion. <laughs> exactly. It's hard not to root for an underdog at that mm-hmm. point, you know? yeah. Um, now let's talk about the 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 men's competition on Mount Olympus. Derek, uh, Derek Scott taking on Jack Kwan. Derek Scott, one thing that I noticed is that he does what we've seen a few people do, and he kind of tries to get a running leap into that half-ton yeah. wall. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not working. That strategy it's, is not working. I think it's like causing a huge impact on them, and it's straining them more yeah. before they even really get started. Well, and I think once you leave the ground, you're losing all of that leverage, and you're just putting a huge stop to your momentum. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas I think people that keep their feet on the ground can channel that forward mm-hmm. momentum into the wall. Yeah, and you see those people who like stand, and they kind of like pat it, like gradually do it. Yes. I think that's the smartest tactic because, you know, you still have your energy and strength. Right, exactly. Um, now, once, you know, they, they're kind of, they're, they're, uh, they're working their way up the cliffs. Uh, Jack Juan has a little bit of a fall, not quite as violent of a tumble as we've seen, uh, mm-hmm. but he falls a little bit. But what I want to talk about is the way that Derek Scott handled the descent. Mm-hmm. Because he's not only clearing these walls, he's somersaulting over them. That was amazing. Like, that not only was visually stunning, but that was so smart. Because you got to think, he's clearing the wall, and as he's landing on his backside, he's already sliding down. Yeah, but don't you think that took a lot more energy, too, though? (sighs) 
I like don't it know. was cool and it, it was a great tactic for that, but I was also just like, okay, he's putting a lot of effort in these somersaults. Uh, Maybe he should just like focus on what's next. I don't know. <laughs> I think there might be something to be said for for the somersault method saving the energy in your legs. Maybe. Because I think if you're trying to vault over it sort of like a, a hurdler, mm-hmm. you might be kind of using more of that leg strength. Whereas yeah. if he's lifting himself up by his arms and then just throwing himself over yeah. head over heels, that might be working out for him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, but that was definitely amazing to watch. It's like, like I said, it's just so cool seeing the different ways people attack each task. Like, right. and that was literally like, okay, like that that was smart thinking. You got down faster, but I was really worried about what was going to happen when he got to that. You know, pulling the chain and exactly. And so they're they're a little bit close on the ball and chain, but Jack is so exhausted by the time he oh, gets to the tomb poor Jack. that not only is he not really able to swing that hammer, but something that I never noticed before, and this could be me imagining things I don't know, something I never noticed before is that hammer has two different ends. Mm. It's got a blunt end and it's got a sharper end. I haven't noticed that. That's okay. what I think. I I don't okay. think I'm making that up, but y'all call me out on Twitter if if you if you saw something different. But I saw there was a flat end, the way mm-hmm. that kind of a normal hammer would would look like, mm-hmm. and then there was sort of a pointed end that I think would work better for breaking that that tomb open. Yeah. And I think that it was a combination of both those things. He was so tired he couldn't swing it. I I struggled watching that. Right. I was like because you know he completely like killed. His first one, right. like literally, like speeding. So it just really hurt my heart to see him like exhausted, like <laughs> right. catching his breath. Like it was crazy. Sure. Well, and this is the first time that we've seen we've seen people on Mount Olympus where they were all strength and no agility. Yeah. But I think this might be the first time that we've seen the opposite. Yeah. You know, he was so fast and he was so agile as we saw in Lunar Impact. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to hauling that ball and chain, mm-hmm. that's what did him in. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was so hard to watch. I was just like, oh my God. And then, you know, here comes um, Derek. He's just going at it. Like, (laughs) I got this in the bag. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, But eventually, Derek Scott is the one that breaks open the tomb, grabs that relic, locks it in, qualifies Mm -hmm. to the Battle of the Titans. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was was well-deserved. I think he, he played a good fight. This right. episode, right? Um, but I, I don't know. I was kind of hoping that the way Jack took off. I'm telling you, I was rooting for him the whole the rest of the episode. I was like, he has to get it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, there's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot of stiff competition uh, as we've seen in the episodes leading up to now. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you: Did you catch? During the credits, did you catch the little preview of next week's episode? I did not. Because, and the only reason I say that is because there are some games, we're going to see some brand new games. Oh, I'm so excited. Next week that are, these look absolutely like beyond anything we've seen yet. Yeah. You know? Um, We've got things that look like enormous spider webs made of chains, you know? These kind of jungle gems. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for that. Jungle Gems, yes. Right, I'm right, super right, right. excited. Is there is there anyone from the show that that you've seen so far that you think has has kind of a solid chance to kind of like 
run away with it all. I don't know. I think it's kind of too soon for me. I think so. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. I think I think I need to to see a couple of more contestants. We've still got God. I want to say six left mm-hmm. that that have to qualify to the Battle of the Titans. Yeah. I I can't. I I mean, granted, everyone is amazing. Of course. But um, I don't know. I don't think I've had that wow. You know, someone that's completely just like wiped out their first one and then completely wiped out Mount Olympus. Right. Um, so like hopefully that's to come. Right. Um Or I'm I'm thinking it might be kind of the opposite. It might be that everyone that has qualified is so much the total package mm. that it's it's hard to yeah, it's hard to say yeah. if, if one kind of has the advantage over the others. Yeah. Oh, I think man. that would make it even more interesting too. Sure. Like if it's just like, oh my god, everyone is neck neck and neck. Who's gonna get it? Right. And we'll see if it's like a a supercharged Mount Olympus, kind of like the way that we have Mount Midoriyama on American Ninja Warrior. We'll see if if there's an just an enormous Mount Ooh, Olympus. Yeah, I'm excited. I, hope I don't so. know. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, tweet us your predictions. If there's anyone that you've seen over the show that really jumped out at you that you think is going to take it all home, let us know on Twitter. Join the conversation. We want to hear from y'all. Uh, but that's it for this for us this week. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Remember, if you're on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're on iTunes, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. You know what it is. Uh, but Tyra, where can they find you? Hey, guys, you can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prude. Of course, and as always, y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. That's positive mental attitude for y'all out there, y'all punk fans out there. You can find me on Wednesday night on the brand new uh, season of the Magicians After Show with, once again, our fabulous uh, engineer, Steph. Uh, you can find us, yeah, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. We'll be right here the rest of this season, Thursday nights, 9 p.m., talking about the Titan games. Uh, but until next week, guys, take it easy. Bye. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Our, our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.